0: This week, I want to get kind of personal uh, with an example in my own life, and that is how the devil loves to take advantage of vulnerabilities that we have and throw as many fiery darts as he can and blow things out of proportion and magnify the issue so that your perspective is completely not based on reality and it really can cause havoc. So I'm just going to give you some tips on how to... Get some battle armor on so that when this happens to you, you're ready for it and you're not taken off guard and you can get the victory and not ruin your life by making decisions thinking you're seeing clearly when you're actually not. Welcome to the More Power Than You Think podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Scow. Renewing the mind is choosing to give our loyalty to thoughts and beliefs that align with scripture and casting down the thoughts that don't. In 2013, God took me a suicidal, bipolar woman and radically changed and saved my life by teaching me to choose His thoughts above my own. My passion is to empower you with biblical, tactical, and scientific knowledge that will equip you to regain control of your thoughts so they stop controlling you. Regardless of circumstances and the messiness of life, claiming and applying the power God has given us to choose in 2 Corinthians 10.5 will lead to you living the abundant life that Christ intended, and it starts in the mind, one thought at a time. Well, I'd have to say I am slightly uncomfortable talking about this subject in public, but 99.999999999% of my listeners are women, and so I'm just going to. And it is a fact of life, and I'm going to talk about our cycle. And the week before, when many of us experience severe emotional shifts one week prior to our cycles. And I'm mentioning this because it can actually have really devastating circumstances and we can really cause a lot of harm if we do not understand what's happening to us and make this correlation between the week before our cycle and our emotional chaos that ensues. I remember way back when my marriage was probably maybe five years into my marriage and I've been married almost 27 years. So this was quite a while ago, but something was happening and I didn't know what was going on. And so until I understood what was happening, I thought my marriage was falling apart. I didn't realize this was happening every month, but every month I thought that my husband and I were so disconnected and that we certainly need to get a divorce. Now, I didn't really believe in divorce and that is not something I actually would have done. But my point is that those are the thoughts that were crossing my mind because the severity of the change in my emotions were significant. And imagine if I had made decisions about my marriage while I was in that place, or if I let myself fly off the handle and say things that I couldn't take back at that time. Well, God was very gracious and he helped me realize that this was happening every month the week before my cycle. And once I understood that, it changed everything because then I realized that my marriage was actually just fine. It was a temporary fluctuation in my hormones that was really messing with my emotions. So what that allowed me to do is, first of all, get the proper perspective. My marriage isn't falling apart. My body's just having some issues being balanced. And second of all, it made me realize that I have control over this issue. Now, I don't mean I had control over what my body was doing, but I got to have control over what my mind was going to do with what my body was doing. When thoughts of like, well, you need to get a divorce, your marriage is falling apart. I got to say, well, no, it's not. I'm just not seeing clearly right now. Right now it feels and looks like my life is falling apart, but in just a few days, everything's going to look different. And that was a really big turning point in Stability, And I wasn't even diagnosed with bipolar back then. So, you know, this is just a normal thing that I think even teenagers deal with. So this isn't just a thing once you've had children, but you know, mamas, if your daughters are of this age and they're having big mood swings, try to help them to track their cycle because this will really help them to feel like they're not losing their mind. It really will make a difference in their stability and in how they feel about who they are, and they won't feel like they're going crazy. They'll know that that this is extremely common. So this week, the devil really <laughs> fired a lot of darts at me. So I didn't realize it was the week before my cycle, and I had a really upsetting scenario happen and the devil took advantage of the timing and he started throwing fiery darts. And one of the things he likes to do, he doesn't just throw darts and lies and wayward thoughts and temptations our way, but sometimes he'll get out his magnifying glass and he'll take his magnifying glass and he'll put it on all of our vulnerabilities or he'll choose one one scenario, one circumstance, and he'll take that magnifying glass and just blow it out of proportion so that it doesn't even match reality anymore. But you don't, you can't see that because it's the week before your cycle, your perspective is off, your hormones are being super wonky, and and it's so easy to get trapped in his pit. And oh my goodness, that happened to me the night before last and then all day yesterday, there was a lot of crying in my world because what the devil did was he took advantage of this vulnerable time when I was emotional anyway, and then he shined that magnifying glass on all of my vulnerabilities. Like, let's say that I have five vulnerabilities that I that really affect me deeply. He just shined his magnifying glass on all of them. <laughs> and if I had made decisions yesterday, I would have quit everything. I would have quit the podcast. I would have quit any kind of ministry that was outside of my local church. And, and I really was serious. But I knew and the Holy Spirit was speaking to my heart saying, Jennifer, don't make any decisions today. Tomorrow, you're gonna to see things completely differently. And I knew he was right because that's based on my past experience. This, when, when this happens, it's temporary and it is going to end. It has nothing to do with bipolar. It has to do with just the cycle of a woman's body and how the hormones can get wonky. And yes, I'm sure there's a gazillion ways that we can help our hormones, but when you're in that mess, it's hard to fix it in that moment, isn't it? That's kind of something that you have to do over time. And then eventually you'll start to see a difference but uh, that's not where I was this week. So I did wait to make any decisions, obviously, and today um, my world looks completely different. I'm not quitting my podcast. I am still going to be in ministry, <laughs> and I even got a phone call from a friend who, God seems to time her encouragement to me, and she invited me into a um, a uh, ministry opportunity for the future, and it just it just was so clear, the fiery darts that the devil was firing at me yesterday, and I really, I really would have quit. If I didn't have the podcast, oh, I just would have been so close to quitting. <laughs> I'm saying this because I want you listeners to just acknowledge that, you know, we can make it sound kind of cliche, oh, it's just my cycle, but actually... The devil can really use that time in a woman's life to have her say things that she can't take back. I could have I could have made a public announcement. I'm quitting my ministry. Or let's say that the conflict uh, that the devil was focusing on was me and my marriage. I could have said some really harmful things in my marriage that I can't take back. And, you know, just saying you're sorry that's always important, but that doesn't always erase the hurt that was caused when, when we didn't control our spirit. So please take to heart and take seriously this time of our, of our month when we are really vulnerable emotionally and spiritually to make decisions. So I have some tips for you. Um, first of all, you should be tracking your cycle. And there are apps There's so many different ones, so you can just Google it, and I'm sure a bunch would come up, and the one I use is free, and it just came with my iPhone. It was already on there. It's like the health app or something, and even though mine are inconsistent, I still track it. If I notice I'm getting emotional, I will go look at that calendar, and almost every time, it's the week before my cycle. It, it, it It doesn't mean that I can change what's coming, but it means that Mentally, I can prepare my mindset for what's coming and I can view it from the proper lens the lens of my life isn't falling apart. I'm just vulnerable right now. And so I just need to be careful. That's all. So, first of all, keep track. Keep track so that you can record what's happening. Then remember that even though the emotions are going to come, you still get to choose your mindset. That's really important. We can't blame this part of our life on the circumstance that women's women go through every month. Um, we still have to be Christians. We still have to be gentle and harmless and blameless in our speech and in our behavior. And if you're finding that that's really difficult, then here's the other tip, another tip. Adjust your expectations, your responsibilities, your schedule, if you can for just these few days, you don't want there to be a straw that breaks the camel's back or something that is the, you know, going to make you fly off the handle. So you, you have to, it's called life management skills. I mean, we all have to have life management skills. When you know there's a stressful situation coming, even with Christmas, you know, Christmas is stressful. So how are we going to protect ourselves? How are we going to adjust our expectations so that, we aren't wearing our super cape and trying to be super mom, super Christian, super wife in these few days when we're just weak and vulnerable, you know, make adjustments where you can. You, you might still have to go to work. You might still have to be the mother if you're homeschooling and things like that, but make adjustments. Can you order out to eat? just a couple times? Or can you make one meal and have some leftovers so that you're taking some of the load off? Can you maybe, you know, ask your husband to let you go to bed an hour earlier and he put the kids to bed? You know, just there are ways, you just have to find them, where you can change your responsibilities or expectations, even if it's, or even just spending more time with God. Maybe you don't have someone else to help share the load, you do have God to help share the load, and you can ask the Holy Spirit to help you control your spirit. And then the last tip I have for this is do not make decisions or make costly, uh, expensive monetary choices when you're in this place. I have a friend who actually was at the very same time going through the same thing, although I think um, hers was an illness. She was sick and she started thinking, oh, I need to do this and I need to buy this program and I need to... And as she was kind of telling me about these scenarios, she was realizing, wait a minute, I think I'm not seeing clearly, I'm really sick and I just didn't realize it. And her perspective, what she was recognizing is that her perspective was really off. And so her end all conclusion was, I think I better wait to make these decisions because I'm not thinking clearly right now. And it's interesting that her and I were both going through that at the same time. So if at all possible, Do not make decisions at this time, like quitting your ministry if you have one, or quitting an obligation that that normally brings you joy or that God has called you to, or like way back in the early part of my marriage, thinking that I needed to get a divorce, my goodness. So, and if you you have to make a decision, of course, seek God, absolutely. And if that's the only other person that you have to seek, that's going to be enough. He will provide for you an answer and wisdom. He does promise wisdom. But if there's another human that you can maybe run the decision by, because they probably have more clarity at the moment, then do that. So our, our body and our physical well-being is so connected to what we are thinking in our mind. And the devil really got a grip on my heart and soul for about 48 hours. And it was horrible. If I hadn't already learned this this lesson, <laughs> I might have made decisions that I would have regretted today. And I would have been really embarrassed by making those decisions because I don't feel that way now. I've got a different lens over my perception now, a lens of clarity. <laughs> so I do hope you find that that was helpful and that you can get victory in this area. And I will talk to you next week. We're going to end today's episode with a song from one of my albums. I pray that the song I've chosen for you today encourages you and comforts you. But more importantly, I pray that it unites you in fellowship and worship with your Savior. Thank you for tuning in and connecting with me. I'm your host, Jennifer Scow, And until we meet again, I want to encourage you to invite God to everything and keep choosing loyalty to God's thoughts above your own. Please remember to leave me a written review on Apple Podcasts. This drives Apple to show the podcast to more of our brothers and sisters in Christ who can then get the tools they need to get the victory in the battle for the mind. It is a pleasure serving with you and fighting this battle of the mind together. We are on the winning side. Praise the Lord. Take care, and I'll talk to you soon. Love, Jennifer.
1: his sweet head. The stars in the sky look down where he lay. The little Lord Jesus asleep on No crying he makes I love the Lord Jesus Look down from the sky And stay by my cradle Till morning is nigh 10